Welcome back to CCRPG. Uh, we just watched the uh, DBC crew take over uh, Relay Station Shrine. Uh, they took out two uh, kind of artillery emplacements along with a couple of snipers and a couple of scouts. Um, they were able to move in fast enough and wipe out everyone before anyone got away um, that you all believe that you are pretty safe um, in terms of like signals getting out because it only took it took you under like six rounds basically to take everyone out and you prevented the last scout from escaping um you are able to basically pick right back up from where you all left off so let's just start there uh who is doing what right after the end of that battle um i would like to check the mech that didn't blow up in front of me the other long shot to see if the uh, pilot is still alive at all all right. Um, if you guys don't mind me going first, you can go right yeah, ahead. Go Lord. for it. All right. Yeah. yeah uh, Rock, you move forward um, and quickly check uh, the. Um, this was the um, long shot. the long shot that you were basically dueling with. Yeah. Um, I don't remember his exact number. It's a. It, it's it's a scrap pile now. Uh, but uh, there is enough of a cockpit left that you think that it is possible that someone could still be alive there. Um, do you like jump down out of your mech to go check it? Um, how far can I get in there with my mech? Like while I'm still in my you, mech. You you don't have the manipulators add-on for your mech, so you can't yeah. do anything precise with your mech at all. Like if you were to try and open it with a mech hand, you're just as likely to punch through it. Okay. Um Okay, well I'm yeah, I'm going to open up out of my mech then right up to it. Okay. Are you uh, guys being- all wearing like the heavy cl- we talked about this when you were coming down to the planet right you guys are all wearing like heavy winter gear right pretty much because yeah. imagine imagine this so. like the scene on hoth where it's like it's not storming like there's not a, a blizzard hitting you but it is like it is freezing it's so cold that your mechs ice up right so it you don't want to be out of your mech for very long and that's I'm right wearing, it's actually icing up right now <laughs> i'm wearing a flex suit Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a special thing. All right. So, Rock, I assume what the um, the mech like leans down and your cockpit opens up and you like jump down to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got like my my um, my pilot weapon out and ready and everything. And then up to the cockpit, I'm just going to knock on it a few times. Uh, you knock on it a few times and there is no response. All right. Then I'll slowly open it prepared for something. To- uh. You you reach out for the release hatch. Um, you, it does like they're specifically built so that it does take like a second of hard work to like really twist it and then pull to like pop it so that like it isn't super easy for someone to just do this in the middle of a fight. Um, but yeah, you get in there, you like lift up the handle, you turn it and then push it back in. And then you hear the like seal break like all around the edge of the cockpit and just as the inner atmosphere lets out so um yeah for him the uh the cockpit is essentially accessible now to you okay that that reminded me of uh titanfall too jockeying other mechs and everything like why don't you just like make that harder to get to yeah yeah no they they make them hard you can you can do that kind of thing in this game but it takes some doing yeah and you have to have like specific skill triggers and stuff like not skill triggers uh what are they feats stat it 
pilot feats or something yeah uh, yeah yeah, the talents talents that's it so yeah um you you crack it open how do you how do you proceed um yeah i mean i'm I'm just gonna start opening it assuming that he's either knocked out or dead inside but still on uh, on guard all right um you kind of pull the cockpit open as you get to peek inside uh it is dark in there you see some sparking electricity from like broken wires and shattered screens um at the back of the at the back of the cockpit strapped in to um kind of their pilot chair um there is someone in like full winter gear one of those huge like covers down to like the top of their mouth kind of uh snow goggles you know like the huge boxy snow goggles and like a fur lined kind of like almost like parka e thing so basically the only thing visible on their face you can see is their mouth um but the while there was atmosphere in here, uh, Rock, you notice quickly that there is no warmth in here. Um, that probably, you know, went down once the heater for the mech stopped working. Um, but yeah, they're just unconscious. Like their head is drooped over to one side. Their arms are like just limp at their sides. They have some cuts on them, probably from getting thrown around or like breaking screen glass or something sure. inside the cockpit. Um, but it appears uh, that they are still breathing. Um, do you have like a medicine check or anything that you can assess their condition with? Uh, I mean, read a situation is the closest, but that's not. I will. I will let check. you. I will let you use a read a situation to get some more information here. Okay. It just won't be what like. Uh, yeah, same. It won't quite the same thing. 18. 18 still good. Um, you notice that's still a success. Um, so you notice fairly quickly. Um, the thing you didn't notice is that um, their pilot seat is like black and like like slick looking, um, but is much shinier and darker just behind the head of the pilot. Uh, so presumably blood. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you okay. would guess. You would you would guess that they have a cranial bleed of some sort. You don't know where from, but there's a lot of blood uh, on slicked on the back of the seat, the seat okay. headrest. Um. Okay, I don't have long with this guy then. Um, I'm gonna disarm him quickly. Uh, and it, I can I bind him in any way, or is he bound enough? I think if I disarm uh, him, he proves an oath there. He he is he is in the securing mechanisms for like holding him in his pilot seat. Now, granted, that only takes a few moments to like take off, but that it would still take him. Pointed at you, and yeah, he <laughs> like, would still take him a few moments to get his harness off to get out of this seat. Okay, so I'm actually not that concerned as long as I disarm him. So I'll just check. I'll pat him down really quick, what I can. Uh, for any like guns or sidearms or anything uh yeah uh it does it uh so you will find that he has a pilot weapon but it is actually along the right side of the cockpit it looks like it's in like uh like um almost like a a gun rack holster yeah Yeah, like against the side of the cockpit that's for like him to take off the wall if he's going out of the mech just i don't know how close it is to him but just in case i'll still grab it and toss it out yeah you just grab it throw it over your shoulder it's out in the snow somewhere okay all right uh then i'm going to be doing some very questionable things uh i'm going to stim him okay 
uh, to bring him back to consciousness if I can. What? Remind us the rules for stim, or or how it's described uh, at least in the pilot gear. So, uh, you know what? The, the the description here makes it seem like it's only something I could use on myself, but I don't know. Uh, chemical stimulants are administered automatically by injectors built into the pilot suit, or even implanted within the body. Um, uncontrolled can be addictive and dangerous. Uh, yeah, in my charge for one of the effects, you can either kick, freeze, or juice someone from them. Uh, if you if you had more time or more prep, I would let you use it on someone else. But you might not have that much time in this situation because I imagine okay. it's 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 like hooked into your your uh, like your hard suit or something. Then okay, um, then I will just see if I can get him awake normally. Okay. Just like kind of, you know, pat him a little bit. Uh, you know, they wake up. You uh you 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 uh kind of like shove him a little bit. Um you you check him. Um you would notice that uh he is breathing. Uh but the breathing is shallow. Okay. All right. Uh well, Uh, I'll just radio, uh, hey, Orion, can you get over to the west side here? I'll be like, sure. It's going to take a minute, but sure. And I'll start proceeding over there. I will say, Rock, uh, it seems to you that unless you do something now, he might not last that long. Now, getting getting Orion over here would probably help quite a bit, but you might need to do something in the meantime if you want them to last till then. Yeah, I mean, I'll put pressure on the, the wound to try to stop, stop the bleeding and everything. Okay, yeah, so you can um, uh, apply some initial, like, first aid or emergency yeah. treatments. Uh, I'll need a pilot check. Um... Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything to apply to it, so I just roll for flat twenty. Flat twenty. That's a seven. A seven. Uh, you try, uh, but they are they are just too wounded and too weak uh, from the fight. Uh, as far as you can tell, they pass away. Okay. All right. Well, once they pass, then I'll just say to Ryan, "Never mind." Okay, and uh, Orion will like stop and then proceed to go back in the meantime okay. orion is orion's two in or uh uh two guys are trying to uh mitigate the damage from the reactor going over yeah yeah absolutely they they have mostly got it under control um uh between <laughs> Now, that is to say, Artemis uh, wants you to start demolishing the fort. Um, just to, you know, they have to have an ammo cache here somewhere. You should probably blow it up. Um, but, you know, Caster is is keeping your systems managed, I will say. That sounds about right. <laughs> okay. Um while that's happening, Dine is going to, uh, assuming you don't have anything else you're doing, Rock. No, I just, I join you guys at that point. Okay. At this point, I mean. Um, Dine is going to start looking around for, um, um, any kind of, like, external 
Like we 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 cleared the mechs, but he's looking for any other external like security that could potentially hinder us from getting inside. Okay, yeah, I make guess. a make a check to see if you notice anything. All right, let's see. Uh, probably spot. So I'm gonna I'm gonna see. I was gonna say spot. Yeah. That seems like an appropriate one. So that'll give me a plus two. Uh, I rolled a five. Not that you can tell. Dine is too preoccupied with his mech melting down. It sounds like you got your priorities in order, actually. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's more important. <laughs> that's what you think, um, as the as another mech jumps out from beneath us. <laughs> oh no! Now I will describe the fort in a little bit more detail. Now that you've gotten things under control, uh, it is a hexagonal uh, kind of uh, way fort. Um, there are uh, like large, thick walls um, that are each, I would say, like, you know, nine meters tall, uh, if not, maybe a little bit bigger with the like defenses built up on the sides. Um, you know, there are stairs to get up on the wall at the north and south sides of the base, as long as well as like almost like a little tower on the north and south of the base um, in kind of the uh, part that's interior to the fortress that the, the walls go around. There are four uh, buildings. Uh, each one of them has a runway on it, uh, seemingly for supplies. Um, there are some like cargo loaders out here that um have some supplies and boxes um like kind of stacked up next to them each one of these for probably supply depots they kind of look like from the outside or storage rooms or something seems to be like kind of what this base has to keep itself running um each one of them uh has like a like a like a two shuttered door like a like a two like a two sliding doors that come together so there's a single up and down seam running down the middle right so it looks like it parts to either side each one of these four has one of those um when i look around do i see anything that looks like uh radio or communication equipment you do. Um, it looks like at the uh, far north and far south of the base, coming off of those towers at the far north and south, there are antennae. Okay. Um, uh, uh, a comet says, I'm going to, um, I'm going to check the, what looks like a, maybe a communication array up north. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna go up to the north tower, um, and see if there's any like interface or terminal that um, is connected to the antenna, or is it just oh, there's you know, a an there's a sticking out the building. There's a human sized door, um, like at, okay, at, so at it's the like base a little of, building. Yeah, in it's there, so the, maybe, like the tower on the north and south are almost like little buildings that you can walk into. Okay. Um, so Comet will uh, dismount from his mech, uh, go inside the door. Well, he'll see if he can go inside the door, first of all. Uh, it is unlocked. Um, okay. Yeah, as far as you can tell, there there is nothing to lock it here. Um, the door just kind of opens for you. Uh, and as you walk in, you're in like a hallway, and there's two doors to the left, 
two doors to the right and a door at the end of the hallway. Each of these doors has panels next to it, um, like electronic panels. Okay. If you, like if to, you turn to... around after you walk in the first door, you will see that there is a barring mechanism on this side of the door, but it does not look like it was engaged. I see. So this first door was not like barred close. Okay. And then I have the door on the left and right that have like maybe access panels. Yeah, there are access panels on the two doors to the left and right and on the right side of the door at the end of the hallway. Okay. Um, any sort of signage? Uh... In, in this hallway none um all right well i'll start checking out these doors i'll just go to the the one of the left the doors on the left okay. um and um i'll uh see if i can interface uh well let me look at the terminal is it just like a keypad sort of thing it is um okay and and i guess i'm gonna try to open the door just by itself just to Make sure it's locked. Yeah, there is actually no way to open the door without interfacing with the keypad. I see. All can right, I uh, just can I just say while this is happening, Dine would be worried about uh, Astro being in there on his own, so he would he would be moving over there and probably arrive while he's working on the door. Oh, totally. Whatever he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, while you're in the midst of that, uh, Astro, Dine would show up, um, kind of like through the door you had come in. Um, okay, so it, real quick, um, um, if you guys can help me refresh my memory. So the idea here was we were taking down this relay station because then they wouldn't be able to get like a message off planet using the relay station. Is that right? Or the idea is to able, prevent communications. Not, so yeah, that yeah, not, not, not necessarily off planet, but they wouldn't be able to communicate um okay no, not this specific base this is just an outpost that we're just right know, along this is the way. just the uh, import like a strategically important way station um uh cool um so when dine walks in there is another important reason why you took it yes. and didn't and didn't try to just sneak past it oh that's right because we're landing the ship here too right that's right you need a way to get back off planet. Yeah. Um, did, were we going to tell Torsay when we, uh, so as far, we... as far as you guys are aware, I'll just recap real quick because it's been a while since the briefing. Yeah. Um, as far as you're aware, there is a complex network of, uh, monitoring for the atmosphere to make sure that nothing, uh, like lands on the planet. Right. Um, you guys got past that by riding the drop pods down and just landing in the wastes, right? Right. Um, but if a ship the size of the DBC tries to approach the planet, it will be caught on the radar. They will know that a ship is trying to land on the planet. Um, if you take Fort Trine offline, that opens a hole in that network that you can get the DBC into without it being detected. So that is a way to get the DBC onto this planet without them knowing that a ship has landed on this planet. Okay, but we we may be in Fort Trine right now, but as far as we know, it's still part of their network. So it is as far as you're aware, to... still part of their yeah. network, yes. So um 
when when Dine enters in the little building with me, um, Astro says, "Oh, I, hi, Dine. I was just checking um, this uh, communications building. I want to see if I can get in and disable uh, take take this fort offline off the communication grid. Uh, once we do that, we can radio Torse, tell her it's safe to land." That's the plan. Let's do this quickly, in and out, as fast as possible. All right. Well, first, first thing, I have to get through these doors um, and see see what we have here. Um, and uh, he he opens up the little cybernetic uh, um, uh, hatch he has on his wrist and pulls out uh, a cable and then tries to see if he can uh, dismantle or take the uh, a keypad plating off uh, and see if he can interface with the access panel. Yeah. Uh, subjectivity enhancement suite. Yeah, it takes you, it takes you uh, just a little bit of time to wedge it off the wall, but you are able to access the wiring. Okay. So he'll plug himself in and uh, try to crack the, uh, uh, the um, access code. You do it. Easy peasy. Yeah, this door doesn't have that kind of security on it. Simply having that what you have, there's no there's no repercussion for failure here. So it just right. takes you time and it you accomplish it. Are are these uh is a security system part of a closed system? Can I also like while I'm doing this, uh open all the other doors? Or do I have to go up to each one individually? Uh the doors uh are <laughs> so each door is connected to a larger system and each door is connected to just the panel, but okay. the panel and the system don't interact with each other. I got so there, there is a place that can open all the doors. That place is not this panel. Gotcha. <clears throat> mm -hmm. All right, cool. So, uh, uh, I'll check out this room first. So once, once I open the door, um, I'll go inside and see what we're dealing with. Uh, the first door on the left, which is the door you opened, um, you walk in and it is bunks. This is a this is a bunk room. This first room you okay. found um, this is uh, there are two bunks in this room. Um, there are foot lockers in front of those bunks and there are desks and personal spaces. It's a relatively large room for bunks, um, but there are like papers. Uh, you can see a couple of reports in the middle of being written up. Um there are like uh, little filing cabinets. It's like a two a little two person room. Yeah, more than more than like a bunk room. Like it's like two people sharing a room. Okay, um, I'll just say looks like we we found uh, some sleeping quarters here. Uh, let's uh, try the next door, um, and I'll leave and go to the next door that's on the left. So there's two doors on the left and one door down the hallway, right? That's right. All right. Two doors on the left, um, two doors on the right, one door down the hallway. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You you come um, in in the middle, basically. Yeah. While uh, while he's doing that, can I can I look around like the bunks to see if there was any like any noticeable equipment left behind? Yeah, go for it. Um, you look around. Um, um, I'll tell you right now that what you find might not be of great interest to you. Spare clothing. Um, okay. Warm clothing. Uh some person who has like a little stash of snacks next to their bed. Um, there is like um, 
uh, media, right? So you you find a bunch of holovids and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> Astro, okay. roll a d hundred. <laughs> I have a feeling I know what this is about. Um, uh, one d one hundred. I rolled a fifty three. Uh, there's a copy of Red Alert. Uh, as part Astro's first nice. major film in that series, um, you find a copy of Red Alert as part of the media. Uh, it just stands out to you because you're like, oh, a bunch of like holovids. You flip through them and see Astro's <laughs> face on one of them. Um, but yeah, it's this is like a personal room. This is like there are there are desks here. Uh, the supplies are like food and clothing. Um, right. And the personal desks in this room have like some writing on them. Um, they have like pop up screens on them that people could watch stuff on. But that's about it. Astro begins to look at that other door on the left and he's and then then he stops and he says, you know what? I, I would bet these other three rooms to. to uh, to the left and right of us, or could also be bunks as well. Important room looks like it's down this hallway, so why don't we check that first? He starts walking down the hallway to the door. Sounds good. All right, yeah, and once he gets there, he'll do the same thing, try to lift up the access panel, interface with his, uh, um, his subjectivity enhancement suite. All right, and get roll for this one. What's that? Roll for this one. Roll for this yeah, one? Yeah, you're going to need a pilot check right. to get past this one. Yeah, I knew this one was important. Uh, so I will roll um, a pilot check with uh, my hack or fix trigger. Give me a plus four. Uh, you needed it. You just got a ten. Oh, man. Oh, man. You succeed. Right, cool. You succeed by a hair. Um, you're like, oh, like it was so easy getting to those other doors you weren't ready to do the work um but you do you put it in the door opens you're like oh okay well i guess it's not going to be easy all the time um in front of you there is a short hallway that's maybe only like six or seven feet that goes to a wall and a t-section but the t-section doesn't it's not two hallways that go to the left and right it's a staircase so one goes up to the left and another staircase goes up to the right and they both go up, though? Yeah, both staircases okay. goes up. One staircase goes up left, one staircase goes up right, and directly in front of you is just a wall. All right, so I'll just uh, go up, uh, take the staircase up to the left. Okay, and... uh, it is, it is a, uh, it is, you get to a landing. Uh, there is another staircase that goes back up further, but towards the center again. Um, okay. Um, right, just but nothing fall. else on this landing. No, no, no. It's just a landing. It just goes up, turns around, up again. Okay. Um, so you go up, turn around, go up again, and you you realize as you're climbing to the top, this is where the other staircase goes as well. It just goes up on both sides, wraps around, and goes yeah. up again to a central area. But the central area is huge. It's the other half of this tower. Um, it is a giant control center, and in fact, the entire north wall of this tower is screens and, like, heavily fortified windows. In fact, this, from here, you can see outside the north side of the base. Um, it, it is like you're, it, it almost feels like being on the bridge of a spaceship. Um, there's, like, this huge open window in front of you. There's a bunch of, like, control stations around, like, around almost in an arc. That all like point north. 
Um, you can tell that there is a single central kind of computer station that is circular that has like inputs all around it and is currently displaying a hologram of the planet you're on floating above it that occupies the center of this room. I know okay. I'm not I know I'm not there, but it seems kind of weird that a base this large has only six had only had six people at it. For you know, each mech. Um, well, I, I don't know that for sure. Um, I, mean, I will tell yet. you, there are hundreds of these bases on this planet. Sure. But, I mean, they have to be manned, I would assume, right? Mm-hmm. Good questions, um, Chuck. I'm not there, so imagine the ghost of Evelyn is saying this <laughs> in the conscience. Well, for what it's worth, uh, I'll, I'll radio the others and I'll tell them, uh, looks like we might have some sort of, uh, control center um up in the north tower there might be a, a a similar one in the south tower as well but i've got the north tower open if anyone wants to come up and check it out for yourself yeah maybe, i mean maybe dine's already there he'll go up i'm we're, i'm trying to fix my mech up and then maybe afterward i'll come over but i wanted to do some maintenance on it which i don't know if we want to deal with now yeah we should later. do we should do your short rest maintenance like all together because i don't want to okay. take a break to do it for each one of you because it takes an hour evelyn like yeah. it yeah so um we'll we'll collect all of those at the same time okay then she's i, I still don't think it makes sense for her to be following you guys but she maybe she's just outside just checking stuff out and yeah we'll, totally we'll what would you calm. what would you be checking out you're still like because remember <laughs> it takes you an hour to repair your mech I imagine a lot of people would want to like make sure they're in a safe place before they do that. That's sort of where I'm at. I'm like, you know, is there any other like, so if Astro and Dine are doing the interior, I'm just like exploring the exterior. Sure. You know, going on the walls and stuff. What do you want to, what do you want to explore Chimera? You know, um, I, I know this map is not exactly what you have envisioned, but like what, what are these facilities on the outside? Like these, I explain those. Oh, I yep. The they are they are like giant what look like supply buildings. Yeah, I'm gonna just poke my head into the supply buildings. They they have two giant doors that are closed together that have like a seam running up and down through the middle. Okay, if if there's like a way to just take a quick peek inside, how how do you open the door? I have no idea. That's um, probably uh, well. You walk up to it and it it? doesn't open on its own. So what would you do next? There's no like control panel or anything. No. That's bad design. Um, Okay. Well, I'm not gonna force my way in in case they're like security or anything. So I'll (laughs) just try to um, maybe I'll I'll climb up to the top of the the. Actually, I just realized, are those, are those stairs mech-sized stairs? Or yes, they, they um, are mech-sized stairs. I'm sure there's a human-sized stair somewhere. Uh, check there out are, the there upper are, parts. There are human-sized stairs running alongside the side of them. Like on a roller coaster, there's like human steps alongside the roller coaster track. That's what you can yeah. imagine for these huge, huge mech-sized stairs that go up on the north and south of the base. Okay, then, yeah, I'll do that then. I'll go up the human-sized stairs and then see if there's anything on the, um... Chimera, it is, it is so cold. It's so cold. It doesn't last very long, does it? What's that? Yeah, it, it, like, uh, being outside of your mech on this planet is, is rough. 
Evelyn immediately regrets her decision of climbing up here. So maybe she spends less time she would expect. Yeah, now that you're outside of the walls, like you're just getting the full wind and it is unpleasant. Is there anything up here in this tower type? Like raised raised section or is it just part of the inside of the building? Tell me where you're pointing at. Uh, Look at the top of the um, structure. That that's where Astro and Dine are right now. Yeah, and I would have uh, that I would have explained where that was when I radioed you guys. Oh, I wasn't sure if there was a um. Okay. Yes, Sorry. that is that is the Northern Command Building tower that they are inside exploring right now. Okay, then I'm realizing there's not much left to cover then on the outside. So, except maybe the Southern Tower. I guess, yeah. I'll I'll work my way to the southern tower then. If 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 yeah, if I if I realize that Diane and Astro are in the northern tower, I'll work my way to the southern tower then. All right, yeah, you work your way to the southern tower. What are you doing there? Just poking my nose around. I'm not trying to like find anything particular. I'm just okay. saying there's anything. You I'm open about. the door to the south tower. The first door opens, no problem. You just walk right in. There are two doors on your left, two doors on your right, and a door straight ahead of you. Straight ahead, I assume. Okay. You walk straight ahead down the end of the hallway. There is a door with a control panel next to it. Uh, I assume the door is locked. Uh, it doesn't seem to be opening. You know what? I'll, I'll make an attempt to hack or fix it. All right. How does Chimera do that? Uh, I mean, I don't have the hacker skills Astro has, but I'm sure I can figure out, like, you know, if I connect this wire to this wire, maybe I can hotwire this door open. Yeah, go That's for like it. the old brute force hack method. Yeah, it is. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, go for it. This is this is the hardware side hack. Mm-hmm. That is what Evelyn is best at. It is true. Chimera can't I charm the door. I, I don't want to charm the door. I don't have the charm scale for it. So, yeah, you uh, you <laughs> roll the nine. You similar to Astro in some ways, pop the panel off the wall to get at the wires. But instead of connecting your consciousness to the wires, you cut them open and try to <laughs> loop around some of the wires to see if you can make a short that will open the door. Um, you think you fried the control panel. You see you see some acrid smoke come up and the control panel turns off. Evelyn just kind of shrugs, like, well, and she looks around to see if anyone saw that. Like, nope, well, <laughs> I guess it's broken. I'll go down the, uh, I guess, the left corridor. Uh, there are no corridors. It's just a single hall that has two doors on the left, two doors on the right, and the door you two went doors into. Two doors on the left, sorry. Yeah. Okay. The closer, closer to two on the left. Okay. Um, so since you're coming from the far door, it would be the second door. Oh. Okay, so you're walking out of the far door. Do you go left from your perspective or right from your perspective? Yeah, you're just trying to be tricky. There are four um, doors here. I'm just trying to determine which one you're actually opening. I mean, yeah, let's say left from my perspective. Okay, so you walk out. So you're so from uh, Astro, this would be comparable to your back right door that she is opening. Um, 
So you pick the first door on the left as soon as you walk away from the far door. Um, yeah, you try the same trick to open this door. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? You don't have to make a check for this one. There's no security on this door. Um, you try the same kind of trick and it just works for this one. As soon oh, as great. there's a short in the system, the door emergency opens. Um, on the other side of the door, um, this appears to be a filing room. Um, there are, uh, just like filing cabinets. Um, there is a wall that has like uh, a bunch of books, like a small, small library shelf, a small bookshelf that has a bunch of books, but, um, mo- more, more binders filled with papers than books. Um, and just a bunch of filing cabinets. I'm going to take one at random. I don't expect anything, but sort of like. I ought to do something in this room, even though I don't expect much. All right, roll a D hundred. You open a filing cabinet at random, just pull out a pull out a file. Yeah, maybe I just close my eyes and just randomly pick one. Nineteen. Oh, I don't know what that. Okay. Oh. Um, oh. So, uh, you walk up to a filing cabinet. Um, you just pull a note out at random, and from the date at the top of the report, you notice that it's quite recent. And you'll notice um, that the report is actually a request. Um, it seems, um, based off of your reading, uh, you read the whole thing. Uh, it's not that hard to understand, especially because it's actually written in primarily like non-jargony language. It's pretty like personal language. Um, okay. It's a rec- it, like the the header and everything make it look like it's a requisition report. But based off of the body and what the guy wrote, this is like a complaint. This is like someone being pissed off and just trying to like yell at someone else. Um, it is written. This is like a filed report, a requisition report from someone at this base complaining about. Um, now, this was written like yesterday. You picked a recent report complaining about why all of their support staff were recalled back to the main base. Um, it doesn't make sense that there's only a couple of people to run this whole base. Do you know that I'm pulling three people's jobs? Why am I not getting paid more? I should be getting paid overtime for this. When is my relief coming in? I have vacation filed two months from now. Um it is a very angry report from someone from yesterday um, who sent a report back to the main base complaining about conditions at this relay station. Interesting. Yeah, Evelyn says as she strokes her chin. Uh, wait, so, so is this someone... Is it, was the report filed from this base? Yes, it was okay. someone... It, like, this is the this is the copy that they kept on hand of the requisition report that they sent to corporate. Does it indicate when the um, staff was sent back to the main base? Like the the people not here? No, no, because it's all written in like just spoken. Like you can tell that both people that are part of this conversation know when that was. So they don't reiterate it. You know, it is someone complaining about like, why did you take all our people? Not saying, why did you take all our people on November 17th? Right. Like, I'm saying like, you know, you could be saying like, you know, I've been doing I've been dealing with this for a week now. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, that does not surface on this report. Okay. Uh, Over the comms, Evan will kind of pass this information along saying like, yeah, we this might be those those back pilots might be all doing people we see here. It seems like they called everyone else back to the, the main base. Well, isn't that suspicious? Well, I mean, if they're trying to 
I mean, it's good for us, maybe, but that seems a little bit suspicious. Well, I'm just saying if it's a support staff call to the main thing, there also might be security call back to the main base also. So there might be a little more staff than we were initially expecting. Well, that just means we need to get this done quickly. Get in, get out. Good thing thing we got those those specs of the base that maybe should help us quite a bit. Is there anything else in that general file? Bob, just since like it seems uh, like a I, lot I was of the other a lot one. yeah you're in the files for requisition yeah. reports and this one was written in a fit of like anger like someone breaking the other requisition yeah. reports are filled out like requisition reports you know okay. need x liters of water need x amount of fuel need you know like you know that kind of thing okay yeah i'll um i'm gonna hold on to this just because it feels like it's important. Sure. Yeah. Um, just, just, make, just make note. Um, it is um, from Smithy to Jonathan. Okay. They have titles and stuff, but that. I didn't think of their titles. Um, but you can imagine they have some sort of corporate title in Corsac that denotes their position relative to one another. Out of character, I'm, I'm partially wondering if Smithy is the person that um, Rock... Uh, administered to. I mean, I don't know that's a thing, but it'd just be entertaining if it happened to be that coincidence. I mean, it's a one-six shot, I guess. Maybe. Evelyn would no idea, and she just thinks it's important to hold on to just in case. <clears throat> Alright, well, that's what you cool. find in that amount of time. Rock, what are you doing during this time? That is correct. The the left and right walls both have large, um, like closed security doors on them. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm gathering those next to the west side that are outside the wall, and um, yeah, I'm I'm just there's not uh like a panel or a way to open it from the outside. I'm guessing there is not. Okay. Um. Then I'll just ask, uh, can somebody open the, the west outer walls? Uh, I'm trying to get the, the mechs out of view in case anyone comes scouting around or notices them. We'll, they won't think it's suspicious right away. Um, um, Dine, us, oh, Dine go will go out and help him and do that. Dine will tell um, Astro to try and figure out how to get the, uh, the, the system down. I'll even say um, it, it's possible that this this is sort of like a control center. Maybe I can open up the doors from here. Um, I could take a look around. Is there like a uh, is there like a computer system um, I can access? Like an op center, something like that. Uh, yeah, you can search the the system to see if there is like base controls in here. You yeah. don't. The problem is you don't know where to start. Um, there are sure. so many panels and control systems, and you're sure that something is life support, something is calm, something is security, something. You know what I mean? Something. Uh, there are probably like eight different stations that all do support for like the um, the like a networked uh, like atmosphere monitoring and stuff like that. Right. Um, so yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to like look around a bit um what do you do to try and figure out 
what these things are and what you can do with them. Um, well, uh, I could, I, I, I might see if I can, uh, interface with one of the systems using my, uh, subjectivity enhancement suite again, because one of the things that, uh, it does is it makes navigating network systems, uh, a lot easier to do. So if I, I'm, I'm making, uh, a, an educated guess that everything's networked here. Um, so he'll just pick like, like one of the terminals, one of the stations at random. Um, and, uh, and, and plug into it, uh, and see if he can, uh, you know, f figure out how everything's networked. Um, so I will let you know that as you start this process, you can tell that a lot of it is networked together, but not all of it. Um, okay. Uh, you can tell, um, you can tell basically that, um, because you kind of see it around you, like it becomes almost like a thing, like you can, you can experience, um, this network. Right. Um, and what you right. can tell is that there are a bunch of systems here that are all operable from this single networked node and we'll all do things, but there seems to be some that almost are missing something or aren't complete. Um, there's not enough here to do the thing you need. It's almost like it's almost like looking at a keyboard uh, for something you want to operate and half of the keyboard is missing. I see. I don't have the whole, whole picture here. Yeah, but that's for most systems you have access to. Um, I will tell you um, that if you make me an investigate check while in this world of of kind of exploratory data, you can pretty much map out what everything is in here in, in a okay. short amount of time. And and by the way, the, the way I imagine this looking like when when Astro's jacked in is kind of like, uh, you know, like tom cruise in the minority report like doing all these hand gestures and navigating uh through data in like 3d space that that's sort of what he's doing because it's jacked directly into his mind so he kind of has this augmented reality view of the networks and everything um so so he he sees it all around him and that's that's how he's kind of like navigating and and, and figuring out what's connected to what um so yeah let me roll investigation or uh, use my investigate trigger uh and see what would i get here i got 10 all right a 10's just enough um just enough yeah uh that's you know that's that's your that's your hacking right now for some reason i like um, rolling 10s <laughs> yeah uh you you piece together now you're unfamiliar with the system which probably relates to why you're you're just getting there um yeah it's it's very military uh it's very um a system you're not used to working inside of um you're used to a lot of more civilian uh or uh public type networks um in here you can tell that most base controls, including most doors, most security systems um, and um, like records uh, and even communications between bases can all be controlled from here. 
The thing that can't be controlled from here that you only have half the control for uh, is um, the networked system between bases that monitors the skies. It appears that you need access to another system in addition to this in order to interact with that at all. Interesting. Uh, well, first of all, uh, since I can now, I'll, I'll open the doors uh, west of the fortress, uh, the west doors that um, yeah. Rock asked. Yeah, Rock, uh, in the snow, these giant creaking metal doors just start to part for you um, and lets the wind and a bit of the snow, like as the air pressure changes, as the doors open, some some wind and snow blow inside the base, but the door opens for you. Cool. Uh, can uh, I also I'm start bringing in the map, the mech scraps that are outside the wall on either side into the base? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll open the door uh, on both sides. And can I also open the doors uh, in those four little buildings inside? Yes. Uh, supply depots? You also know what is there because you have access mm -hmm. to all the supply data. Um, there is uh, another uh, long shot, another two long shots and two scouts. Ooh. Yes. So in the two northern, uh, well, now you know what they are. They're yeah. kind of supply depot slash hangers. Each one of them doubles as a supply depot and a hangar. Um, the two northern hangers have long shots in them, and the two southern hangers both have scouts in them, as well as a variety of supplies. So uh, do I think we can use these supplies to uh, do repairs on our mech outside of the usual like field? Now I will tell you exactly what you get for uh, taking the base. <laughs> uh, now that yeah. Todd knows um, you will all get uh, plus four unallocated uh, repair cap that you can distribute amongst you however <clears throat> you please by stripping these mechs for parts. Um, additionally, um, going through the supply list, there is a very rare item in this base comet that is a power supply that you believe is powerful enough to recharge one core battery. Ooh. Did anyone use your core? Yep. Comet did. Oh, nice. did. So there are four unallocated repair cap and one core battery that you could salvage from the supplies left in this base. Okay, very cool. Am I the only one that gets really freaked out when, like, the DM starts giving you, like, a bunch of health potion potions before the next <laughs> fight? I, I, was I was definitely suspicious. <laughs> Alright. He just wants to make sure we succeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> well, here's a question. And this is partially because, you know, obviously we're not in the world, so it might be obvious. Wait, what? What? Hmm? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh silly me what am i talking about anyway um these mechs have like identification information on them right you know like yeah. identified them as 100 like, percent uh it's long shot 47 long shot 63 uh scout 81 and scout 84 can we take those and use those to disguise our mechs no um That's, I, I figured that was not, um, that was the case uh, they will okay so that is Imagine you live in a world where these kinds of things exist. That is a common tactic that people figured out countermeasures on 
pretty early um if you take out their iff info and put it into your mac instead of your own there will be a discrepancy between your operation signature of your mac and your iff signature which will automatically flag you as like a red flag in any system even friendly systems so in fact doing that might make you show up as an enemy for your allies i'm not sure you want to do that when artemis is around yeah, that's fair. Uh, and not uh, just that. So remember, you guys are part of a larger operation. So, like, the the Astra Uprising, their detection systems would read you as enemies because your IFF signals and your emission signals wouldn't match up with each other. So, the actually, I'm realizing only Todd would recognize this analogy. It's like the SSL certificate for a host name, basically. They have to match in order for people to actually I trust it. Get that? Oh, you do? Okay, well, there you go. So this you could you could is, do that, no, but you don't believe it would fool system. anyone. Like what? I just said you could do that, but you don't believe it would fool anyone. Uh, to okay. answer the original well, question. So like the only way that really pulled this off would be if someone were actually piloting that mech. You would have to actually get in and pilot that mech in order to disguise yourself as that mech. Correct. How much do we trust Artemis at this point? <laughs> uh hmm. Mm, I'm not sure I want her to leave my mech. Thank you. Hey, I, I, I asked. I got the answer. We move on. She's too important to managing my really big gun. Well, alternatively, you could you you could leave her to pilot your mech, and you could pilot the other mech. Now let's just mm. think about this for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think that if I had access to a variety of weaponry. I could fire them myself. Uh, I think we're good, Artemis. Maybe not during the middle of a mission. <laughs> I'm going to log that as a maybe. <laughs> Chimera feels a very angry vibe coming from Dine right at her. <laughs> For giving Artemis the idea. I, I, I don't under... I realize I was proposing that as me, not as Evelyn, but I feel like Evelyn would regret that after she proposed it too. She's like, oh, maybe that's not such a good idea. <laughs> Dine will ignore Evelyn and, and proceed to strip down the mechs in order to uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. repair, start repairs. Uh, there well, is also um, a variety of other supplies here, so you don't have to work. Like, if you want food and stuff as well, it's all here. Like, everything you need for a short rest is available at this base, as well as the four repair cap and one core battery. Um, but, uh, like, a lot of it is also supplies that you may or may not have anything you want to do with. Like, there are, you know, like, whole supply pallets of paper towels and stuff like that. Oh, good. Paper towels. Just what I needed. Like, in real life. No, no, no. Just kidding. And, uh... <laughs> um... Yeah. Um, Dine will see the core battery and recommend... Make a note of it that Astro is probably going to be the one who needs it. Or the, the battery. Not necessarily the core battery. But, um... And then start stripping the mechs while Astro is upstairs dealing with the electronics all right yeah it is it is not take much to strip down these mechs for parts um 
you know, with the with the issues uh, of compatibility of parts and the fact that these are all, you know, they're all one structure mechs, right? And they don't have yeah. particularly advanced parts. And plus, they're all very specialized for cold weather operation. A lot of their stuff just isn't compatible with yours, which is why the max I'm willing to go with all the supplies in this base plus stripping down these mechs is for re- repair cap at maximum. Makes sense. You can replace a lot of like armor paneling and stuff with four mechs worth of parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. All right. Um, do we want to do that short rest now, or do we want to wait for Astro to finish his thing? Because I kind of want to do all of that at once, rather than mm-hmm. like come I, back. To I it can after. say that like. Uh, with Astro opening the doors and Rock, um, you are able to pull in the scraps of the various mechs uh, that are littering the scenery so that things don't look as suspicious from outside. Um, uh, you all like are able to complete those minor tasks without any any hindrances or obstacles. OK, sounds good. Um, yeah. Astro says, um, I just want to figure out, I've control of most of the basic functions of the base, but, uh, the thing that still eludes me is removing it from the sensor network that would detect our ship if it was to come down to land here. Um, so we could, we could rest now, but, um... I'd have to work on that afterwards. Um, and maybe we want to figure it out sooner so we could get Torsi on the ground here. Well, I mean, I can perform, I can work with Chimera and we can perform the repairs while uh, you're you're working on it. Do we know what's in the South Tower? Because there's a, um, there's a, there's a control tower down here, too. Evelyn, did you go to that tower? That's where I'm at. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. What did you find there? I mean, well, I couldn't. Well, I'll the, I'll give you um a description. Well, Go yeah, ahead. I, I say that it looks like the, the door at the end was um busted. I guess they broke it at some point and never fixed it. I don't know why. Um, but I've been just poking around. Roll an so. insight check for that <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrong system. <laughs> I could I could roll something equivalent to that though. <laughs> How would that even work? It'd be like a contested roll. Uh, I, I, I mean, do we want to do that? Or we you, have you no, we have no just, reason to disagree with Chimera at this point. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Chimera has <laughs> yeah, never steered you wrong. Um, I'm just poking around some of the file cabinet rooms right now, but there's nothing really particularly interesting otherwise, other than that report I told you guys about. I'll give him a description of the room I'm in right now. Um, is it identical? Is it like an identical type of station or does it sound like the layout's different? It sounds like the layout is similar. Okay. <clears throat> so when I uh, interfaced with uh, the system here, basically what I was understanding was I didn't have full control over like what I'm going to call the sensor net. Um, Right. Yeah. Like there's there's 
partial something like partial there but not enough for me to actually it is it um, is literally like you only have uh half of the of the interface like it is it is one of those things that it won't work at all unless you have both halves okay so like uh, you you couldn't even type a sentence that makes sense as a command without commands from the other side of the system astro says well it could be that um, as a failsafe, they need two operators in either tower um, running the commands necessary to take take it off the sensor net. Um, I'm going to come down to that south tower and uh, investigate the systems there uh, sure. and see, yeah. see, see, see if maybe that's what we're missing. All right. So... Astro makes his way down to uh, the South Tower where everyone is. All right. Yeah, you make your way back down to the South Tower. Um, as you go in, uh, it seems that Chimera has opened one of the doors. Uh, you'll notice that the door at the far end of the hallway and the door that Evelyn has opened both have the uh, control panels popped off the wall and a couple of the wires are frayed and and moved around. Um oh. The control panel on the door on the fall wall is uh is smoking and off. <laughs> okay, um, brute force the the brute force method. I like it. Um, all right, so he'll go through the door, make his way up to the uh, second story of that tower. Oh no! Uh, oh nope! That door is is shut. Because oh oh I thought I thought that door um, is the door's control panel is fried. I thought Evelyn had like forced her way in. She I, forced I, her oh, way unsuccessfully, and then forced her way successfully on a different door. Oh okay okay so uh, where are you, Evelyn? I'm on the. <clears throat> She's You're in the other the open door. Uh, as you yeah. look into the door on the okay. back right, yeah, um, it. it is like a. It is like a filing room. There's a bunch of like oh, cabinets oh, of gotcha. yeah, I, stuff in here. Okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, for some reason, I thought she was already in that. Um, so um, I'll say to Evelyn, uh, so um, that door down the hallway, that was it like that when you found it? Uh, Evelyn's kind of like looks to the left and right and like, all right, I come, I'll come clean. I broke the door. Yeah, I figured. Um, uh, let me take a look at it. You should have called me. I could have got it open for you. Um, look, look, sometimes, sometimes a gal wants to be able to do things by herself. I call her for help. This was one of those cases. I I failed, but I still did it myself. I did it all by myself. Uh, I, I guess that's (laughs) good. You know, there's nothing wrong with working as a team, though, F1. Um, Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's see. So let's see the damage. So I'll I'll look under the access panel, um, and check. So is it like wires burnt and frayed? Yes. It I'm looks assuming. like she tried to create a short to open the door, um, but uh, something went wrong and it fried the whole panel out. Okay. Um. Uh. So maybe we could try to uh, replace the wiring in here. Uh, and jury rig it again. Um, I I know what it looks like in the other tower. Uh, the wiring. Yeah, let's let's give it a shot. Um, 
but we need we need i guess some some supplies for that um let's uh let's check around maybe there's something in the supply depots we can use uh if not that uh we may uh we may uh get uh dine to shoot a hole through it that's something Only... i can do <laughs> and destroy half the state half the control station with it but the door but the door would be open that's the important bit <laughs> if you guys come down dine would just give you some wire that he's stripped out of the mechs Figuring that's probably good enough. All right, um, the, that's that's perfect. So, uh, what do you say, Evelyn? You you and I uh, try to work this together um, and rewire the access panel. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, can I do like a hack or fix sort of check with Evelyn assisting, maybe? Yes. Um, I will allow Evelyn to grant you just straight accuracy on this. Do we need the roll for that or it just happens? No, no, just it'll it'll be Astro making the roll, but he'll have accuracy from your help. Gotcha. All right, let's let's give it a go. Um so roll this with accuracy. Uh our right one second. Here we go. So I rolled a twenty-one. All right, a 21 is a full success. Great. All right, so you tell me what you would get from this. Yeah, yeah. so um, basically he, he strips out all the burnt-out wires, um, start, starts uh, rewiring things with the, with the wires that Don gave uh, Evelyn and Astro. And I um, imagine, I imagine this is, you know, where Evelyn uh, comes in here. She has a lot more of the hardware side than you do. Right. So exactly. she knows, yeah. she knows very quickly, like, okay, I know I broke this, but I know what needs fixed to make it work again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and um, once, once we do that, um, if it does, uh, I, I want to be able to interface with it using my subjectivity enhancement suite. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, yeah, we finished wiring it up. Uh, Astro claps his hands together and he's like, ah, there. Uh, nicely done. Um, and he pulls out uh, his cybernetic uh, cable from his wrist and plugs it into the panel. All right, um, you are going to have to um, get in here. Um, so I think I think you do like a fine job with everything you've done leading up to this. So I imagine it is it is very similar to the door you opened up north now that everything's yeah. repaired. Um, it was a little harder because you had to like redo some things fresh, but you get through it. Great. Cool. So, so I'm able to get through the door. Yes. Yeah. All right. You you yeah, have it, enough. You have enough knowledge, and you've done enough of the work that yeah. I don't think there's a way to make failure interesting on this. You you have what you need to get through it. Okay. Yeah. And, and basically, I'm gonna uh, once I enter in the second story, uh, assuming that it's 
it's laid out the same way. It is laid Actually, out, I don't know. It is laid out exactly the same. You walk up to the staircase on one of the two sides, come up into the same room. Um, it is an almost twin room to the other one, but facing out the south of the base. Um, and there is here as well a giant hologram control paneled image uh, in the center of the room with a big circular terminal under it with like five different stations going around it in a circular kind of radius um, with a holographic representation of the planet you're on floating over top of it. So uh, I said to everyone, so either they just have two of these for redundancy in case there's a failure in the other control center, or both of these need to be, uh, operating uh the sensor net in order for them to do anything kind of like two people turning a key to initiate the self-destruct sequence uh let's find out which is which yeah um wait what i mean let's find out which <laughs> scenario it is <laughs> that's what i mean like i, well, I, you guys, I was like you could probably find a self-destruct you're gonna are you gonna turn it I mean, you can. You can. I'm not going to stop you. Quickly. <laughs> well, that could be that. That could be option C. I mean, if Astro <laughs> wants to blow himself up on every mission, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> look a gift horse in the mouth. But you know. <laughs> All right. Astro so, has flashbacks to the mine. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so Astro's going to uh, do the same thing he did in the other tower. He's going to jack into the system here. And he's going to see if the controls he has available for the sensor net are identical. Like, you know, basically, I want to see if the missing pieces are on this one or if it's just the same stuff that's missing in both control centers. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, you are very quickly able to discern that this is the other half. Okay, great. Um, okay. So sounds like to me evelyn that we're gonna need to have someone on in both buildings um uh operating the inputs needed to turn off the sensor net so uh you want me, you want me to stick at this one and you do the other one or yeah i just have to figure out what we need to do it's tough because i only have half half the stuff i need in either one um so it's not clear. Um, you imagine Astro... people trained on these systems might know that ahead of time, but you guys will have to feel it out as you go, which will be quite difficult. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I wonder if... Um, where are we landing the ship? Just just outside. Can't we get... Is there any supplies on there that would be helpful here? Well, we, we can't get the ship on the planet. Can, before uh, we yeah, can yeah. land the ship, we I have guess to... We're... We have Chicken to remove. Situation. Hey, yeah. hey, guys! Should we, should we, should we trip the trap so that we can get the supplies we need to disable the trap? <laughs> I, I, I realized the mistake as soon as I said that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, can Astro spend some time, like, you know? familiarizing himself with the interface you can, and trying to learn you can look around um it is obvious you do not have access to that system when you are only operating one side of it um it is like a hard like everything you do on one end 
needs something else to happen on the other end to make progress. Um, so it is constantly like, like what if every time you try to type in a command, you can only type in half of it. So you can't even see what yeah. they do. Like you can't even okay. experiment yeah. with it until you are operating both sides at the same time. I don't suppose in this, um, in this room, there's like a, a operations manual hanging on the wall that has all the useful stuff that we need to know. I mean, if you want to see if you can find something that'll help you here, I'll let you investigate. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look around. Can I, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's roll that. A communication towers for dummies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you look around, uh, and what you're able to, uh, note, um, if you can't, so the way investigate is written, if you can't find the information directly, you learn how you could get access to that information. Um, uh -huh. so what I will tell you is, uh, after examining all the things here, it is obvious, uh, based off of some evidence you find on various other terminals here, um, that recently people who are not used to doing some of these jobs have had to fill in on some of these jobs. Um, so you do find <laughs> uh, evidence of like notes left around that are like, don't forget, like, you need to do this to turn on, you know, the water heat, the boiler in the southeast and stuff like that. Right. So there are notes littered around that are like, OK, if you don't know how to do a thing, here's like how to do a thing simply. Right. Yeah. Um, so you imagine that somewhere on base, if you really wanted to spend the time to figure it out, you could find something like that. But there is nothing in this room. OK. Oh. Uh could I have um, just done like a sweep through looking for people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. By this point. Yeah. You uh, and have joined them if there are none. You you will have completed a sweep and you could report pretty confidently that you have found no one. OK. And then can I join them in the southern room? Absolutely. Yeah. OK. All right. Um, so here's what I think. Um, I Evelyn. You go to the North Tower Control Center. Sure. Um, and uh, I will radio you to uh, do different commands as I try to figure out the system from here. Uh, and we'll work in tandem um, to, uh, you know, figure out wh what the procedures are. Um, in the you meantime... Two people and one person in each tower? Uh, that would be fine, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, I got here late, so just confirming. Yeah, to to disable the sensor net, um, uh, or to uh, to remove this station from the sensor net and allow the ship to uh, land, we need to have uh, uh, a person operating the controls here and another person operating the controls in the north tower. Um, it's impossible to do it, uh, with, from one, only one control center. It's designed so that both control centers are being used simultaneously. Um, problem is... Hitchcock in one of them? Or maybe have him put the controls in one point? Hmm, that's a, that's a very Hitchcock good idea. Hitchcock can't leave the, um... Yeah. The, the can't leave the oh, Hitchcock, can Hitchcock can give you perfect representations of things, right? So can he represent one half while you're at the other? Well, 
uh, it, it, I'd have he does, but like that's all accessible in my <clears throat> Mac. Um, I suppose it could be possible to network it out um, to me somehow, um, but I'm not sure if that will work or not. Um, Artemis can leave the Mac. She's the only AI that can leave her Mac and operate it at full capacity. That is her thing. Gotcha. Why is that a thing? Uh, it is part of my one of the talent, the technophile talent I chose. That was um, in character, by the way. <laughs> oh, sorry. What, 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 what's a talent? <laughs> okay, in character, Dine says over the mental link, because I designed Artemis specifically for, uh, for my mech, and as part of that design, I designed her to be able to leave the mech and move bodies as needed. No, I didn't say mental link. <laughs> I would assume that I would have replied over the comms. Yeah, okay. the comms is our um, for say mental link, I guess. <laughs> um, so what I'm suggesting here is, uh, I'll I'll try to, you know, do some exploratory, uh, diagnostics on the system here and learn the procedures they use and the commands with uh, Evelyn assisting in the other control center. If one of you, um, Dine or Rock, could search the fortress and see if you can find any sort of uh, notes or instructions or manuals that um, would shed some light on the procedures they use here, uh, that, um, could, that could save us some time. Sure. Uh, I, I could do that. Um, this is this is Corsac stuff, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Would I have any insight to help him at all? Uh, I mean, you would know where they would keep certain things. This is a this is a base layout that you're familiar with. So if you were trying to find something that you could think could help him, you would know where to locate it. Okay. the The systems themselves are pretty foreign. I'm guessing though. The systems themselves are pretty foreign. They seem custom built for this operation. Okay, I will start searching then. Okay, uh, well, give me an idea of what you're looking for. Um, I I guess I'd be looking in the different crew quarters first. Okay. For uh, like notes, I, I don't want to say like a diary journal, but like something that they keep down a pad or something uh, with and like this is my notebook for like you know I don't want to get yelled at again, so I've got to remember these things when I'm doing you know this sort of task or whatever. Yeah. It might be like a playbook to go by. Also, give a yeah. there might be a million knobs to turn. Uh, Rock, um, you'll need to make an investigation check of some sort, uh, but I am going to give you accuracy on the roll by invoking your background as a member of Corsac. Okay. Uh, I don't really have anything just for straight investigation like i've worked yeah. on the street and stuff but like I, i'm just gonna be rolling a 1d20 yeah 1d20 plus accuracy then 1D6. so it's 18 <laughs> 18 yeah um that is the kind of thing you find uh rock you 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 search through the crew quarters and what you're able to discern is like oh some people who like moved out of this base like left some of their stuff here like you, there's more quarters here than people were here right like it could have housed more people um and for the people who are left what you find um is the person who was kind of put in uh de facto control of this base um 
it is kind of like notes they have for themselves. It's it's like a notebook where only the first 10 pages of the notebook are filled out. Right. It's like a it's like a 120 page notebook where the first 10 pages are the only pages that are filled out. And you get a sense from reading through them that this guy started this notebook when all the support staff got taken away. Right. Like this was his new notebook. He was like, fuck, I have to figure out how all the stuff on this base works. So I better start writing everything down because I don't understand any of it. Um, So he has random things on there like. Uh, oh, like like things that you actually don't need anymore. Like, oh, this is the password for the door to so and so's room. He doesn't live there anymore. So I guess I need to use it. Right. Like that kind of stuff. But Astro just opened all the doors from the central controls, So you don't need that kind of info. But you do find in there, uh, you know, as you are skimming through, you're like, OK, that could be useful, but not right now. OK, this is whatever. You get to a point where he talks about the the network and it is a little vague. Um, but it it seems to stress in there that he was told he should not have to mess with it. But if he does, um, he will have to uh, have someone go down, go to the other tower at the same time to operate with him. And it's like the the instructions that an IT person would give someone who doesn't know how to work something. So they didn't give him like full control, but they did give him insight into some controls. Like uh, if there's an error and we need you to restart it, we need both of you to go to the two towers and put in this command, put in this command at the North Tower, put in this command at the South Tower. That'll that'll reboot the system. Um, uh and then another one for like, if for some reason all of the stats that you're getting from your thing aren't sending to the base, do this command and that'll check the network connection and try to repair it. If that doesn't work, call us and things like that. Those are the kinds of things you find in the notebook. You think that at least knowing what some of the commands are might give insight into how the system works for them. Okay, uh, perfect. Then I will go bring that over to... <clears throat> Astro. Okay. Uh, Astro, you look through the book and you find kind of the same thing I described for Rock. And Mm -hmm. exactly that. You're able to glean some insight from how they talked about using the system and the kinds of commands they use to do like a reboot or to check the network connection and stuff like that to discern like, okay, I understand if not the language, what the language looks like now. Um, yeah. so I'm not typing Greek into a Spanish computer, you know what I mean? Like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so this, having this, uh, resource that rock has given you will give you accuracy on any roles that you need to make against this system. Okay, perfect. Um, so what I'm going to do first is once Evelyn's in the other tower, uh, we're just going to kind of run some basic commands or attempt to run some basic commands. Get some... Uh, feel it out. Yeah, feel it out. Get the basic linguistics down. You're going to see um, if you can get it to throw up its like um, its like uh, status report or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And stuff yeah. like that. And like see like basic status report and oh, this is how you like save a log file or something and this is how you yeah um, absolutely things that, that wouldn't that wouldn't like throw any flags or anything like that yeah right right um and he'll take notes as they go um so so like once he can like 
um, once he knows a few basic uh, inputs and commands, um, he, he's going to try to uh, compare that to what he knows in other computer systems and how he can like kind of translate that into um, uh, you know maybe maybe a virus or or maybe a way of accessing the sensor net um, that that can be uh, used to turn it off. But for now, yeah, it's just the, the kind of feeling it out, getting a basic language down. Okay. That that all just happens. You're able to do that and get familiarized with, your, with the system. Um, this has not... This has not elucidated much more about how to do it, except that you have the fictional positioning to do it now. From here, if you want to make a make a combined pilot check skill challenge against the base in order to take down this point, you have enough knowledge to attempt that check now. Okay. It will um, be a risky check, and I'll lay the points down on the table. Below a 10, it doesn't work. And an alarm goes off. Between a 10 and a 20, the system, the thing goes down, but an alarm goes off. Over a 20, it goes down, no alarm. Okay. Really, basically, uh, even if the system goes down, if the alarm goes off, it's it's the same as if we didn't, you know, turn it off. The difference is they won't know a ship is here they'll just know that something happened to this base yeah okay um just to confirm when you get help that just adds accuracy to the role that adds accuracy to the role yes okay uh anything else we can do to help guarantee this then yeah i'm trying to think like one other thing um i i do remember like there there is some controls for communications that were separate from the, the sort of two man right. operation we're yes. looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of communications are we talking about? Is it like uh, communications ba- with other bases? Yeah, base to base communications. Yeah, nothing that goes off planet. It seems that it's the primary base that communicates off planet. Okay, can we turn the communications off? You can. Yeah, absolutely. Do I know if uh, doing that would uh, prevent an alarm from being sent out to other? Um, other stations you know that the alarm is on a different channel it would it would supersede it's it's like on a it's on the security network like there there's comms and then there is like alarms right and they're they're separate systems yeah yeah basically an sos would go off versus that's kind of what i figured yeah they don't run along like the same kind of system though at all. They might completely separate. Yeah, I mean, if you want to spend the time hunting down and trying to cut that first, you might be able to disable the now that you know that that is a possibility, you could try to hunt down that first to see if you can disable the security alarm before attempting the main check. Disabling it would obviously be ideal but even if we don't disable it if we can overload the system so it just sends like just garbage but like basically drown out the alarm while we do this Hmm. and then disable the alarm system as soon as we can after it's done they might just be confused but not at least directly concerned yeah we can just respond with after saying we had an overload 
you assholes don't give us enough people, so this shit's gonna happen, you know? Well, <laughs> yeah, the only problem is because there's so many, so few people there, we can't say, like, oh, I'm Joe, who recently came down, that's why you don't recognize my voice. That's the only downside to that. Uh... uh might not having necessarily some know time the in Corsac myself, I doubt that whoever you get on the com is someone that you've probably talked to before often. Okay. There's a lot of people in this organization, uh, and a lot of them don't get paid enough to care about who they're talking to. Well, regardless, I'm definitely a fan of doing something about the security before we do the main check, because we really can't screw this up. Dine will just chime in over the... Men uh I was gonna say <laughs> mental language. <laughs> not something we have. You know, like before you guys do anything, we need to fix these mechs. That's if true. If you guys set off an alarm, we're gonna be fucked. Let's yeah. do that first, actually. <laughs> All right. At least one of you come help me. I think I think well, this is a good thing to do. Why don't we figure out what we're spending all of our repairs and short rest and all that kind of stuff on first? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, you guys can take the time. You kind of know what you're looking for. You cool down. You make sure the base is all locked up. You brought in the wreckage. It seems like you've successfully quieted and taken over Relay Station Trine without any extraneous problems so far. Um, you're able to gather up the resources, um, strip down the mechs you've already done, um, unload, uh, like, <laughs> disengage the core battery from um the the canister that like the the shipping canister that it was attached to it seems like this was supposed to be like the replacement for like one of the generator batteries for this base uh it just happens to be here right now and probably because they're understaffed it hasn't been replaced yet so it was just in storage um so let's talk about how much repair cap are each of you spending? How are you allocating the four free repair cap I'm giving you? And who's using the core battery? Okay. Well, we're going to give the core battery to Astro. Yeah, definitely. Right. Thank you. So Astro, you uh, you hook up some some wiring from uh, some heavy power lines going from the uh, the the source of power to your mech and recharge like your your most uh power intensive systems and you can regain your charge of core core battery okay so uh and that just means my core powers that you just get core power back yep great awesome cool thanks guys uh how um, much how much is it to get a structure back two two it is okay. it is two repair cap for every one structure repair and two repair cap for every reactor point you repair yeah okay uh, well, and it is one repair to go from wherever your health is now back to max. And so I think a few of you were still damaged at the end of that. Yeah, I'm missing four hit points, um, but I'd rather get my structure back. So uh, I can spend my own repair. Um, I have two repair capacity. That's it. Okay. So yeah, so I you can, can my own repair capacity you can spend your two repair cap, get your structure back to four out of four. Absolutely. Um, I, is it possible to uh, bring uh, systems back online? That yes, been... anything that That's is broken two, right? costs one repair to fix. So repairing a broken weapon, one repair. Repairing a oh. broken system, one repair. Okay, and it doesn't matter how many system points it's worth. No. Uh, no, every single system or weapon that is broken costs one repair cap to repair. Great. 
I think so, I'm going to – sorry. I was just going to say I can do all the repairs I need with the repair capacity I have. Um, so if someone else wants to use that that floating uh, – wait, how much extra uh, repair cap four. can we get? Oh, four. four amongst us. Okay. Yeah, four total um, that you can allocate as you see fit. The only yeah, yeah, two yeah. things I could use it for is to get four hit point back and to repair my high-stress mag clamps. I, um, I definitely don't need them. Um, so, you know, who needs them probably takes priority. You'd like to repair anything? You got your own, I guess? I have five, and I, I'm only gonna, I'm going to restore my health and restore the charge stake. I don't think I'm going to restore the structure, because I, I feel like... Wow. Yeah, it's, it's like nice. <laughs> I know. My hands can't hold all these repair caps. <laughs> I have five, too, so, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling. Um, um, actually, so yeah, does I'll anyone do that right need now. the floating then? I mean, if I would rather them being used, well, I, I would use like two of them. I was gonna say I'll take two. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I could take one or two, but I don't need them. What would you use them for? Uh, I'd use them for uh, to repair one structure and to repair my cloaking field. So I'm, I'm gonna use three. How many of the so, floating does that include? Yeah, that's that's what. Well, I can use. I have five out of five, so I can use all of mine. If need oh, be. Okay. I, I'm so just saying, you... if like we want to be using them and spreading them out, I could use one. Um, uh, but I'm at full repair capacity, so if someone's not at full, then they sh they should have priority over using the floating ones. All right. So one of them, I think, is going to be used to get my hit points to full. Okay. Um, okay, so that leaves then, us with three, and then I'll I can use another one to get a system back. But if you 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 said you can get your systems and everything back, and you wouldn't need it, Todd, right? Astro, okay. Uh, then then I would need the other one to repair my last system. If I I don't know if I need it because it, it's kind of situational. But would we rather have a floating repair cap, or should I fix the system? I don't uh, think uh, the floating repair cap is not really something we can use mid combat, though. Yeah, we no, need to allocate like, it. I don't know if we're gonna have uh, more, like multiple combats. I I will point out, uh, it is something you can use mid combat. That's how you get your health back when you take the stabilize. Uh, so we can just leave it there as a group floating health cap. No, you have to choose who takes it from this base. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So it has to go into one of your repair cap pulls before you leave. Yeah, no, that that that's what I meant. Okay, like, you can't just like leave it there and yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, then then one of you guys, I I won't repair my systems. One of you guys keep hold on to an extra repair. I'll just heal myself to full, and I'll just sit with no repairs and avoid damage. Wait, do you have no repairs? He has two repair I'm, cap. I mean, j j so just take, take one. You should have take one the at repair least. caps, man. I don't need them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, yeah, because uh, I'll have I'll have two repair when I'm done with all mine. Um. So. Yeah. Um, if everyone if everyone has at least one or two, I think that's a good state to be in. So if you have none, okay. you should have at least one. All right. Then I'll have. I'll have it. Okay. So I'm gonna. So it sounds like you guys have it figured out. So I'm gonna go through you one by one. Rock. Yep. yep. You're at four to four structure and stress, twelve out of twelve health, and have one out of two repair cap. Right. Correct. All right. Comet, where what are you sitting at now? 
I have a three out four structure, full health. Um, I guess heat resets, right? Heat resets. Yep. Yeah, the, uh, that's fine. Um, and then my cloaking field w- has been disabled. So, so you I'm repaired it to, with one of your repairs. So, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna repair. Oh, sorry. I'm telling you what I have before the repair. Okay. So I'll have four out of four structure, and uh, uh, repair the cloaking field. That'll bring me down to two out of five. Okay. Because you use the two for the structure and the one for the cloaking. Correct. Okay. So got you. You're all settled. Um, Orion. All right. So we have we still have. Three floating, correct? Between. Okay. Um, so the question is, I don't need all three. Do you want one extra um, chimera? Uh, I don't. I because I can because with my repair capacity, I can restore both my structure and my stress, but then I would be completely out. So I could take oh, two and, if you and want to get to max health. One. You mean so like to yeah. get to max health, your structure and stress would use all five for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, my situation is this: I was planning on using two to get everything functional again, but I was going to leave myself at three out of four structure because I I don't lose structure that often, so I didn't think it was Fuck worth you. the points. Um, so if I didn't take any of the floating cap, I'd be stuck with three, um, not stuck. I, I would have three capacity, which I think is a decent number to have. I don't think I need an extra one, but if you guys think it might be worthwhile to have four structure, then maybe I will take it. I, I think it is because remember once you get structured, if you're at three, you have to roll yeah. the one D six twice. You're right. It's okay. More, more dangerous. So then maybe I will take that. And then that way I will spend four cap just to get it fully everything hundred yeah. percent again. I'm, I yeah, must so, not have pull, purged like the full evilness out of me for, for DMing because part of me was hoping that Camara would just be like, yeah, being three out of four is fine. It's fine. And then structures <laughs> immediately in the next battle and be like, I guess it wasn't fine, huh? As soon as I said that, I was actually thinking that, Bob. I'm like, Bob was probably thinking a way to structure me so that this is an issue. I just figured so, you had reasons that it wasn't that big of a deal. I said it three structure, and I'm like, oh, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, I, I will take it so that I will have um. I will take one floating, and I will spend four so that I'm down to two out of five cap. Okay, so you spent uh two to get your structure up to four, yep. one to get your HP up to max. Yep. And then, and then the you have two, two just kind of left. I, I spent the fourth one on restoring a system. Oh, okay. So you only have one left. Well, I also took a floating. And that, no, you that would have floating to that would have that would have included the floating. So hold on, Chimera. So you have five out of five to start with. You Correct. spend two for a structure. Sure. Spend one to get your HP to max. Yes. So now you have two out of five. Correct. Okay. So you spend one to repair the charge stake. Yes. Okay, so now you have one, and now you're going to take one, right? Yes. So yes. now you're at two out of five. Correct. That's what I was saying. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yep. And then to clarify for mine, uh-huh. I had five repair capacity, and I spent all of them to restore my health. Yep. Return my structure to max, and return my stress to max. Yep. And then I took the two floating, which gives me two floating repair. All right. Yeah, so... I think you're all set. We figured out where the four floating are going. All of you are going into the next fight with uh, either two or one repair cap, a full health, full structure and full uh, reactor. So um, 
I mean, really, your your mechs are all fighting fit, except for you're down some supplies. So you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling positive. Pretty, pretty good. And uh, I think with uh, that ending, getting you all where you need to be, we're going to go ahead and call this episode there, because I think it'll be most interesting to pick up the next session with you all uh, seeing what happens when you mess with these systems in the yeah. base. <laughs> Something I'm fa- not at all nervous about. I mean, there will be no fallout whatsoever, and it'll go exactly according to plan. Of course. He'll trip the alarm and call down an orbital laser strike. <laughs> I'm surprised. I figured from a DM standpoint, it would be a lot easier for you to plan what's going on if you knew what would happen there. Yeah, well, let me put it this way. If everything goes fine, then what I already have planned for you guys going to the main base is ready. I'll just also plan for what happens if things go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So excellent. Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, see you all in our next episode. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Yep. See ya. <laughs>